Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, Sandy. Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How are you? Doing great, Ryan. Very happy to be here chatting with you. Yeah, likewise. I'm very excited to talk to you because I, I got your book, Courage Circle, and I love it. And I've been reading it a little bit every morning as part of my morning routine. And so I'm excited to now be talking to you. Oh, that's very nice to hear, actually, that you're using it in the morning as opposed to other times of the day. Like the morning is so special for everybody, right? How we start our day. Yeah, 100%. I like it. It's like short little, everyone listening, it's short little chapters. Sometimes they're just a page. And so I love that because like my, I don't know if it's like OCD or whatever it is, but I can't, I have, I have a hard time stopping mid-chapter. And so yeah. I feel compelled to make it to the next chapter. And if it's a long chapter, then I, know, then I know I need to carve out a lot of time to finish it, which, you know, so this is perfect. Uh, short little chapters. Very nice. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's introduce you to my audience of Morning Upgraders. Please tell everyone who you are, what you do for a living, and then uh, something you're grateful for right now. So my name is Sandy Strain by profession. I'm a lawyer. So I was teaching uh, contract specialists for the past 20 years. But during this whole time, I was also constantly delving into kind of self-exploration, self-growth, dealing with traumas, uh, all kinds of things. But, you know, I was kind of doing well overall in life, despite many, many challenges. But then when COVID hit, you know, the challenges increased and I found myself again in a struggling situation. And I ended up sitting with myself a lot during that time. And I actually drew a circle on my wall. And I'm like, I'm going to figure this out. I need to help myself see what's going on, what to do. And I watched a ton of videos, uh, meditated a lot, um, wrote a lot, uh, cried a lot, did everything a lot, and uh, started taking notes, uh, basically my sanity notes for myself. And they ended up being compiled in a book, which is called The Courage Circle. And uh, now I am starting to facilitate. It's been several months that I facilitate circles in Montreal and starting online where we gather in groups and we discuss these topics uh, with respect and with honesty and with openness. And um, it's a wonderful experience because what I'm getting to see is what's possible in our world. Like it is possible for human beings to sit together of multitude of age or race or issues or titles or anything basically and be respectful and open and listening. Um, so this is what I'm doing now. I'm very passionate about doing these circles. It's my little activism in the world, my little part that I'm doing. So that's what I'm up to. That's excellent. I, I, I think I had another guest on, man, I'm drawing a blank on her name. Sorry for listening to this, but she's an author too. And after the book was published, she started doing these little meetups to discuss the book. And so it's a real, it's, I love that. I love that model of like, you're putting out good content and then you're getting together with people to discuss, you know, what was taught in the book. I think that's a really uh, like excellent thing to put out in the world, you know? Yeah. And it ends up being actually the learning for me. Surprisingly, you end up, you think you're doing one thing and it ends up being something else. So I'm the one who actually sits there and learns every single time I do these. So last yeah. session, last week, our topic was what do I need? And we all discussed our individual current needs. And, you know, the way you learn from each other when people are expressing openly is just um, unbelievable, right? When you create that kind of space where people 
can be open and not disrespected for just being themselves, basically. You mentioned the challenges. Um, I'm not going to ask you to talk about the challenges, but what we all go through challenges. So what was the trigger that launched you into all of this excellent work? It Was it just the challenges increased in strength or was it the frequency or was it something else? I think it was just me starting to feel worse myself, just not feeling well in general, not feeling uh, connected with the people that I was around at the time not understanding my world of what's going on, why is everything so messy and difficult. And so slowly but surely, I decided to really figure out how am I to feel well in this world? What do I need to do to feel well? And it was many pieces of a puzzle. It's not one thing, it's many things, and it's not um, one little step, but there were certainly some important elements to it. And now I can say that you know, in the past, uh, you know, over a year or a year and a half, I basically can walk around in the world constantly feeling, okay, regardless of what's happening, I feel like I can, I have like a guidance system internally. Like I know how to navigate myself no matter what's going on. And that's something that doesn't seem to be common um, for people to have accessed this part of them where they can walk around the world feeling soft and strong at the same time, like a very balanced strength while being very kind and soft at the same time. So this is part of what we discuss, but there's just many, like I said, so many pieces of the puzzle, whether it's about, uh, you know, approval, getting approval from people or people pleasing, um, demonizing your emotions. Uh, We discuss so many different uh, aspects, accountability, many, many, many pieces. Yeah, I can relate to what you're saying because I, 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 as of right now, I feel like I'm in the same position, and it always was. It wasn't always like that for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, what helped? Well, it could be many things. I've been on this personal growth journey for for a long time. Talking mm-hmm. to you, having this podcast, that book I mentioned, "The Life You Were Meant to Live," helped me understand myself, the good and the bad, better. And it like kind of was like a a light being turned on. Oh, um, nice. Books like yours, so I think it's like a multi multi-approach process, but yeah, it's a good spot Mm -hmm. to be in. Oh yeah, it is because then you're not walking around like trying to control the world. You know that, you know, wherever you go and whatever you're doing, you're, you kind of will figure it out and know how to uh, deal with your own emotions and listen to them. You know how to make choices, uh, you know how to be accountable. So no matter what's going on, you know how to set boundaries, obviously. And so, you know, having all these things in place doesn't, feel so difficult to be in the world anymore, right? Right. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. Let's go to your morning routine. I know you say you don't have like an official routine, but you still have a routine. And so can you please share how you start your days with my audience? Yeah. So as soon as I wake up, actually, I try to, and I know, I mean, I've done so many hours of meditations. I don't always do formal meditation anymore, though there's so many definitions of what that means. But I do try to start with breathing, even like first thing I'm awake, like before even getting up to sit somewhere or do anything, because it's very easy for us, especially even after sleep, to start right away into the thinking head and, you know, to try to remain in the body and remain present. You kind of have to do something that's uh, physical, at least first thing in the morning for me. So I do start by doing any kind of breathing just in bed. You know, the four, seven, eight is very popular where you inhale for four, hold for seven, exhale for eight. So I usually do some of those. And then 
once I'm feeling a little bit of energy, I get up and I typically do movement first thing in the morning. So whether I do a bit of exercise or I do this new rope flow thing that I've learned or walk the dog or put music on, but I, I go right away into some kind of movement and not a stressful performance-based movement, but a um, pleasure opening feeling of movement, whether it's in nature or something and not starting the day off with having to perform or achieve uh, anything. So that's my typical morning. And then of course, things start to move, you know, making breakfast, kids, blah, 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 blah. but until then, that's my space. Yeah, I like that. It's a simple routine, but I, that's, it sounds great. You know, light exercise and breathing. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that would help anyone that did it. And so I think that's a good routine. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to something you said before, because it, it struck me and I meant to mention this, but then I moved on to the morning routine. You were talking about the challenge you were going through. And then it's funny how that, that moment actually launched this whole movement that you're starting Mm. impacting others with these meetups and so and that would not have happened right if you hadn't had all those challenges you know thrown at you so it's funny yeah. how something <laughs> bad could lead to something something quote-unquote bad could lead to something quote-unquote good yeah we always think in the midst of it that it's um you know the end of the world it doesn't serve anything and then looking back it's not that it was fun or anything but we can definitely see the you know, how things led to other things and sometimes uh, difficult moments. And I, I try to do that now. Like when things come up that really rattle me, I'll try to go instantly to like, what am I learning from this? What am I going to learn from this? As opposed to, you know, falling victim to, oh no, what's happening to me or, you know, yeah. that, which I used to do a lot of. So I try to go faster into, okay, what am I going to actually learn from this? Or what can I do here? And um it's easier when you do this fast as opposed to spending years uh, learning it. But, you know, that's part of the process, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a light bulb moment with with what you're talking about where I was the same way where when something negative would happen, I would let it consume me and just like blah, blah, whatever. And mm-hmm. then I more negative stuff was coming my way. And I'm like, like I was became like a magnet for it. And mm-hmm. so I fully believe um, that that negative energy, it just attracts more negative energy. So as soon as I feel myself getting wrapped up wrapped up my head i really tried to do my best to just detach myself from that and just work on Mm -hmm. resolving whatever's happening Mm -hmm. and try to stay positive and you know all of that and you know based on my personal experience it really helps oh that's wonderful yeah i mean but at the same time like a lot of the attraction language that i hear like we don't want to ever in my view it's never good for us to fall into self-criticism or self-pressure or self putting ourselves down in any way. So even in that, I'm not saying you did it, but people might say, oh, I'm attracting negative energy. And now they get hard on themselves again, even for that. So they're already down in in a a negative spin of whatever kind. And now, oh, I'm doing this. And, you know, that's not exactly accountability in the kind way. You know, that's more self-blaming or putting yourself down again. And that really, uh, in my opinion, doesn't help whether you do it to yourself or to others. And it's, um, as soon you, as you realize that you could, you know, notice that you might be making mistakes or notice you're having difficulties or be kind about the fact you're struggling instead of, you know, put yourself down even worse when you're in the midst of struggle, when you start to become your, you know, someone that speaks to yourself and says, okay, you're having a hard day or you can do it or come on, or just, you know, like you'd imagine a, a good friend, a best friend talking to you. 
definitely will help you come out of something than saying, oh no, here I go again. I'm such a this, I'm such a that, or you know what I mean? So I do know what you mean. I've had mm, to work on that in terms of like yeah. self-love, not, not yeah. uh, beating myself up. I've had to work on that. Um, I had people point that out to me that I was doing that mm. sort of not really recognizing it, you know? And so I think it's really important. And you talk in, you talk in the book, in your book as well about not ignoring your feelings, like paying attention to them. I'm not, not, not like causing yourself to suffer or sabotage yourself, but like just, you know, it's okay to feel your feelings, you know, and get to know yourself a little bit better. So I like that. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, this demonization of our emotions has been going on for 5,000 years. I think it's really about time to uh, really reconsider that idea. I mean, our emotions are natural. There's no good and bad ones. They're normal and healthy. And they actually are your friend. Like they guide you. They are our inner guidance system. So if we feel sad, for example, instead of like, oh no, I shouldn't feel sad. I should be great. I should, I should, I should. You know, you could say, okay, let me see, you know, why am I sad? Like if I'm sad, maybe I need to look at that and see what's going on. You know, uh, maybe I, I'm a lonely. Maybe I need to make friends. Maybe I'm still grieving. Uh, or maybe biologically I need more omega-3 or, you know, who knows? But at least to look at it from that perspective instead of, oh, I shouldn't have it or something's wrong with me for having it. Or even anger, which is, you know, sometimes uh, also seen as some kind of negative emotion is a perfectly natural emotion. And if we feel angry, well, if we look at it, instead of beating ourselves up for having it or repressing it or avoiding it, then we can see, okay, why am I upset? Well, maybe I'm feeling disrespected. Maybe this relationship is not for me or maybe whatever, right? So feeling our feelings, there's absolutely nothing wrong. It's healthy to do it, to feel them. And um, it's not the same as behaving, right? Just because I'm angry doesn't mean I get to beat someone up on the head or something. We're talking about just feeling our emotions to know what choices we need to make from now on, you know, based on these feelings. So it's not about, you know, hurting anyone and it's not about being controlling and controlling other people's lives, but really ourselves. What do I need to do given what I'm experiencing? So if you repress or ignore or put down your feelings, you're kind of against yourself. You're not being able to guide yourself because your body is speaking to you. It's telling you something and you maybe are ignoring it or avoiding it because it's painful, right? So feeling our feelings can be very, very painful too, which is why many people avoid them. But if we feel them and we process them and we go through them, they can actually be our guidance. And then over time, we can process, you know, a lot of the old ones and traumas and everything else, and then actually be a little bit of a, a clean slate. And then, okay, now I have another feeling today, this happened, that's fine, but I'm not dealing anymore with all the old ones that I've been avoiding and I didn't process yet physically, right? And what's so important for this is that the way that we interact with each other. So um, many people, and this is something we talk about in the circles, there's like different types of listening. So the first type, if somebody expresses uh, a feeling, for example, Ryan, I don't know if you're comfortable to just say like express something, you know, it could be minor or major or whatever you're comfortable to express, uh, just some small thing, if it's okay. And I'll, I'll, I'll do you a quick demo of what we, what we do. That's happening in my life right now. Yeah. Whatever you're comfortable to share. It happened this morning. My oldest daughter had a science fair at school and um, I didn't go. My wife went. I should have mm -hmm. went. Stuck in work and 
and just let myself skip it and I regret it. Okay. So if we look at this information, so you just, uh, and in the circle, what we try to do, it's not only about being kind, it's about being in reality and seeing the truth of the world. Okay. Being in truth and not being, you know, somewhere else. And so you just express something, right? This is true, right? It's actually 100% true what you just said. And so um, the three different ways that I see people dealing with that. So the first way we can call it dismissive or gaslighting or those kind of language. So if we imagine we're like human mirrors, right? So instead of holding up the mirror and reflecting to you the truth, really, what just happened, this person is going to like put down the mirror and it's as if it doesn't exist. So they might say something like, Oh, really? Yeah, I know. I mean, I've skipped my kids' uh, things before. It's not a big deal or whatever. Or, oh, yeah, really? Oh, yeah, she has science fair. Okay, my kid has science fair too. Or, you know, they just totally missed the truth, right? Which is what you just expressed in reality, in real time, right? The second way people, you know, often respond, which is not listening really healthy either. And maybe it's a little bit better, but you know, they're so common these also, but so number two, again, if we imagine we're like a mirror, so they hold it up, but they put it down really fast. So they kind of see what you just said, Ryan, but they want to fix the situation right away. I don't like it. I don't like this reality. I'm going to fix you or I'm going to give you quick advice, you know? So I'm going to put it down and fix. It's like a fixing energy. So it will be like, Oh, really? You have that? Well, don't worry about it. You know, everybody always does that. And by the way, you can read this book about guilt and it's really good. Right. And so it doesn't really serve you. And sometimes people do this also to feel better themselves. They feel smarter. They feel more, you know, superior because I know what you should do, Ryan, about this, you know, or I'm fixing you. And this is also super unhealthy for us in our society because it's like a subtle message of something is wrong with you, like all the time. Like something is wrong with what you just said. Something is wrong with what you just felt. Something, you know, there's a, a an energy of that on a constant basis, which really drives us mad over time and gets us really um, overthinking and doubting ourselves and all kinds of things like that. So it's not healthy either. And then the third way is to just be a clean human mirror, right? So it would be something like, oh, Ryan, it sounds like, uh, you know, you're rethinking the fact that you didn't go this morning to your daughter's event and you're kind of regretting that you didn't go and you're still maybe processing that feeling and it's still on your mind. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. And that's it, right? So that's the truth. That's what's actually going on. And so if a person listens this way, then the other person can open, right? They'll open more. Maybe they'll share a little more. Maybe we'll talk about it or whatever, because we're just reflecting the truth and there's nothing wrong with the truth. There's nothing wrong with what you just expressed as a human being, right? But it's not the regular way that people listen to each other. And so it's something, um, like I said, in our circles, as soon as I, I do this every time, I do this, what, what I just did with you, we do an example at the beginning for new people to understand this kind of listening. And we also drop our titles and our superiority inferiority things like it doesn't matter if you're a lawyer engineer or anything in the room and when you just do that listening without titles everybody opens everybody opens everybody shares everybody listens everybody's respectful nobody's trying to fix anyone or advise anyone and it's just uh it's respectful and it's honest and uh it's amazing that it's possible right yeah, that was excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
it sounds like you're doing really good work with these circles. So, um, and you just gave us a small little glimpse. So if someone wants to learn more about you, Sandy, where should we send them? I have a website called the courage circle, and that's where I've been trying to post, uh, you know, these podcasts I do, cause it's my little activism. So I'm going to post this one to Ryan when you send it to me and people can contact me there or people can join the meetup or they can buy the book. So basically on my website, thecouragecircle.com. Excellent. All right. Well, this was great, Sandy. I know this is going to help a lot of people. Thanks for everything you shared. Have a great day. Thanks so much, Ryan. Take care of yourself. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.